AKA Patters, today we're talking Pet Cemetery 2, when Eddie Furlong was the coolest kid in Hollywood. It's 1992, let's just go back in time. You are a distraught, angry, and poor teenager. Who is your idol? Who do you look up to? You look up to Eddie Furlong from Terminator 2 Judgment Day, John Connor, that little S-H-I-T that he is in that movie. And if we look at the movie poster of Pet Cemetery 2, we see the three-quarter looking down shot, looking towards the bottom of the horizon line, Eddie Furlong, shadowed, grinning, a little bit of a smirk, holding up a shovel, with the tagline, raise some hell, that's right folks, the kid, that son of a bee, from Terminator 2, is going to be doing bad boy things, and resurrecting all kinds of evilness, because we know the rules of Pet Cemetery, since they were so well established in that first movie. What are the rules? You bury something, guess what? It's going to come back as evil. And that's where we are. Welcome to the AK Pet Film Buff Podcast. This is the 31 Days of Dread. This is where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. That's right. And we're seven years in. Seven years! Every single year, I think I'm out of movies. I'm not. And if you guys just want to support everything, everything you see, everything you hear from the AKA Pad Army, and that's what I call all of you. We are the AKA Pad Army. You can go to akapad.com, fully support everything I do, and it's free. I got free things on the website. The free support is a free comment, is a free like, is a free share. It's all free for you, but it helps the channel it helps the podcast it helps the platform it helps the movement let's talk about this movie because everything i just described the hopes and dreams of the movie poster it's false eddie furlong is a crybaby in this movie eddie furlong is a son of an actress that gets electrocuted on set he watches his mother die and then he gets sent to his father, who is Goose from Top Gun, playing a veterinarian. That's perfect, because we're going to bury some animals. Then we have his friend, overweight dude. He has a dad, cop, sheriff, deputy. He's mean. And then we have uh, Eddie Furlong. Oh, no, no, no. We have the kid from Big as the bully. Not Josh. Josh's friend. The one we don't see a lot in Big. The one that we wanted to see more of. But anyway, he's later going to get resurrected too. So, this movie has somewhat of a decent uh, kill count. What it doesn't do is reestablish any of the rules from the first movie. And that is the major disappointment. This movie, in effect, turns into a zombie comedy, kind of. Because we all know exactly where uh, things are lying. Now, previously, even with a movie like Midnight. Uh, you know, previously on this year's 31 Days of Dread. Sometimes comedy and horror, the way that they, and, we, and Highway, and even Drive Angry. Highway the hell that is. So we've already had a, a couple movies that walk that comedy line. And at times you laugh, and at times you don't. 
But through the sequence of watching the movie, you don't know. I call it receiving. You don't know how to receive the movie. You don't know where you're supposed to be as an audience member. You don't know where the movie is exactly for you to just yeah, fall in and invest all of your your energy into it. And these are a lot of the subliminal things that happen when we watch movies. That's what's making sitting down watching movies so effing great. But we know the difference between this movie and the ones I just named is that we know for sure that Pet Cemetery is not a comedy. But Pet Cemetery is a deeply dramatic, horrible movie. And I say horrible in, in the terms, or I'm using it in, in the sense of it's horrible to watch uh, these characters go through this pain in Pet Cemetery. There's absolute pain in Pet Cemetery. So, it's not a comedy, guys. We're not expecting it. But this movie comes off as such. Mary Lambert comes back to direct. And I don't want to say the movie is serviceable or tolerable. But I do feel like it's a sign of the times where Hollywood just did, was still figuring out. Didn't quite handle uh, what the big ideas were. Uh, just as a practice for movie sequels, okay? So, the development of the movie sequel took decades. You might say, well, Pete, what about Terminator 2? You already mentioned that. And Godfather 2. Well, yeah, there's also Godfather 3. Gremlins 2, Robocop 2. Uh, the, these were the sequels of my of my youth. And none of them were held up close to the original and as we go further down like even something like dark man we see a pattern in the 90s in the mid 80s that sequels just didn't quite connect as well as the original and you might just be like well pete that's because people had enough of the first one. No one asked for the sequel. No, 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 no. You spend money. Millions of people. Uh, you make $100 million at the box office, folks. Everyone is saying, I want a sequel. That's simple. So we get a sequel to what I really view as a masterpiece. Uh, such a streamlined, gruesome movie. With wonderful rules, wonderful supernatural elements, and fantastic performances all the way through. And we get a experiment. We get this, well, what if Pet Cemetery was this? What if we could bury someone and then they're dead but they're conscious? Like, you know, they're, they're somewhat somewhat modified zombies. They're, they can talk, they can even bang, they can eat food. But they're just not quite themselves, but they're dead. So that's where we're at when it comes to anything that comes back. Uh, the the dog that gets buried doesn't come back as evil. Comes back more of, of, of a feral protector. And it's just overall unsatisfactory. And But we see these elements there. We, we see shades of, of young Eddie Furlong being a piece of garbage. A piece of garbage teenager. And it's it's so it's so much fun watching him play that role to be like that, because the movie that we want that the that the poster teases is really bad kids, bad kids, the bad kids in the neighborhood discover Pet Cemetery 
and then all hell breaks breaks loose. People, there is an absolute story with that poster alone. Now, I'm not saying that the disappointment in the movie came from the expectations of the poster. I feel like Eddie Furlong's turn in this movie, uh, his character arc, his character development, uh, it is built on sorrow. It's built on him uh, not coming, getting over a loss. This is what I feel like they decided to be the the underlining theme of not just Pet Cemetery, but the but the sequels and the franchise as a whole. Now, at the time, it wasn't a, a franchise. Now, it's a franchise because we have four total Pet Cemetery movies. My biggest gripe with this movie, with all of that said. Because this movie is polished. It's wonderfully shot. Just looks great. The music. Mike Governor. I have no idea what's happening with the score. And it just sounds like a Danny Elfman impression. It's fascinating. Uh, I'm I'm in awe that, <laughs> that uh, this movie score just re- repeats. It repeats as, as often as it does. And I feel like it takes you out of the movie. Uh, it took me out of the movie a couple of times. And just to be clear. I watch movies in darkness. Doing as little as possible. I go back. I make sure I follow the story. Because you know sometimes for 31 days. We only have time to watch a movie once. So, you, But you guys know. To really absorb. And to receive a movie. We have to watch it more at one time. With that said. I have decided the next two days of the 31 Days of Dread, my Paderinis, we're going to go stop and go animation. Come on. Why not? Now, it's not going to be War God from Phil Tibbet, even though I feel like I should do that. It's going to be Frankenweenie and, and Corpse Bride. Frankenweenie, I previously watched for the 31 Days of Dread. I never got around to recording it last year, as much of a disaster as last year was. And Corpse Bride, I really haven't seen and sat down seriously since the theater. And I hated that movie. I, I was a film snob when I saw that movie. It wasn't anything or as good as Nightmare Before Christmas. But why should it? So when we discuss Corpse Bride, uh, I will elaborate on the idea of expectations. Because filmmakers owe us nothing. When they show us a movie. You realize that. When we have uh, expectations. Well you know what. We'll, we'll touch on that with Corpse Bride. That's going to be two days from now. We'll elaborate. AKA Pat here guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. I uh, can't say I fully recommend Pet Sem 2. Can't do it. If you can skip it. Skip it. It's not even a good Eddie Furlong outing. Just go watch Terminator 2. Or rewatch. Rewatch Pet Cemetery. I just feel like if, if, you, if you're going to. If you're going to spend some time just rewatch Pet Cemetery. AK Pat here signing out. Onward to the next day.